welcome to Season 3, Episode 10 of the Potter Discussion. I am your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did. In today's episode, I will be discussing Ariana Dumbledore and a big secret that she has been keeping for many years. But I don't think she knows she has it. That is the beauty of this theory. It's going to be a good one. I always love these uh, Someone Has a Secret episodes. They're a blast to record. And um, I hope that you have a great time listening to this one. So without further ado, the secret that Ariana Dumbledore has been keeping for years and years. Ariana Dumbledore was the somewhat secret sister of Albus and Aberforth Dumbledore. She was killed in the famous duel between Aberforth, Albus, and Grindelwald. I don't think that was just what she was. A sister, yes, but something else. Ariana Dumbledore was such a perfect candidate for what she is. I don't think this is just a theory. I think this is the truth. It fits so well. We got an astounding amount of evidence to support this theory. It definitely is the truth. And uh, I think you will think that too once this is over. So to start, I just want to end the immediate suspense and tell you the basic fact. Ariana Dumbledore is an obscurial. I think this was a detail that was supposed to be noticed. I bet some of you listening right now even thought that that was the case, that she that's exactly what she was. I thought that too, and that's why I was so shocked when I found out that that wasn't something that was like, oh yeah, that's definitely a thing. So that's why I decided to make this theory. So before we just you know, go forward. I want to clear up the difference between obscurial and obscurus. So, an obscurial is the host body, the creature the thing is inside. An obscurus is the parasite itself, the big black clown and the real evil. So how did I come up with this theory? Well, I get the general idea from a particular line that Aberforth said in the Deathly Hollows. The line was, It destroyed her, what they did. She was never right again. She wouldn't use magic, but she couldn't get rid of it. It turned inward and turned her mad. It exploded out of her when she couldn't control it. And, most times, she was strange and dangerous. That sounds uh, pretty familiar. That is literally Credence. He was beat by his mother who hated magic and wanted nothing to do with it. We clearly saw what a mess Credence made when his emotions ran wild and it built up into the explosion Aberforth was talking about. The big question here is, how did Ariana and Credence both manage to keep their powers under wraps for the most part and live their lives for so long? The original record of a child with an Obscurus living, I think, was about 10. So the fact that Credence made it... Well, actually, we didn't really see him die at all. But in the Fantastic Beasts movie, he was 18. And by my math, that is a ton more than 10. Sorry, our math department's a little deprived of money right now, but we're working on it. Um, I also, oh, how old was Ariana? I think she was 14 when she was killed in the duel, but that wasn't even from her Obscurus. 
maybe it was. I don't know. There's there's no way of knowing that one, but yeah, we can definitely figure that one out. But it's cool that they managed to keep their powers for so long a secret. But it did, of course, not end up very well for either of them in the end. But then the question begs. How did they keep their powers under wraps for the most part? And they lived very long. Creedence was 18, Ariana 14. We can, I uh, think we can kill two birds with one stone here. So this could happen for a couple reasons. It could be connected to power. Both of these people are derived from very powerful spellcaster families. Actually, spellcaster by not actual magical blood, because obviously it's impossible to contain more magical blood if you are a full pure blood. But they were very powerful wizards and witches. Anyways, so we can see Credence demonstrate his power many times over the course of uh, the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find the movies. Just the fact that he is an Obscurus is evidence enough. Ariana, on the other hand, might be a little trickier to figure out. We never see her do, well, anything. All we know is her name, where she lived, and her strange status as an Obscurial. The question of how much power she had is somewhat of a mystery. I think not, however. It is very easy to solve the problem with the information we have on hand right now. Her name is all we need. Ariana Dumbledore. The Dumbledores were the most powerful family to exist, surpassing even the Bones and the Peverells. So now it's the when part of the equation. When did Ariana form her Obscurus? Well, this actually is not so much of a mystery. I think she formed her Obscurus right after she got attacked. When some kids around her neighborhood saw her doing magic, they wanted to learn that too. Of course, when Ariana couldn't teach them, they kind of attacked her. I don't know exactly how, but it's it's pretty serious because then she actually formed an Obscurus. So, uh, yeah, that is a mystery solved. But anyways, that is the theory. I am very satisfied because it felt as if they like they wanted us so bad to by they I mean like J.K. Rowling and all the other people, but it fit, like they wanted us to figure that out so much. It was almost implied. It was cr- crazy how much that theory works with the whole story, the explanations, Aberforth, you know, I said Aberforth. In my head, I call him Aberforth, but when I talk, I call him Aberforth. It's strange, but I do it. Anyways, so Aberforth, when his when he gave that explanation of Ariana when she was a kid, I remember thinking like, oh, whoa, she must have an Obscurus. That definitely seems like something that that sounds like. And when it like wasn't exactly cleared up, but when we basically knew that that is exactly what what was happening, I was very dissatisfied. I really wanted to figure out for once and for all if Ariana Dumbledore had the Obscurus she was so heavily implied to possess, and I was uh, right, because she does. It's uh, pretty obvious. Another thing worth mentioning is, I think that if... Aberforth actually didn't say the line he did that I mentioned about how, like, the magic had turned her crazy and it just, like, exploded out of her. 
I think if Haverforth never actually said that, we would have never figured it out because that was like, that's like 50% of the entire documentation we have on Ariana from the story, not looking at like her actual records. But if Haverforth didn't really like actually tell us that that's exactly what happened, I think we would never have figured this out. And I think that that's for one main reason. And I think it's, that's because we have so little information on Ariana Dumbledore that this line is like so much of it and we don't have any clues leading to this theory besides that line and that's how we kind of can formulate it from there. I just think it's cool we can get so much information from so little information. The final well, it was it's very it's a very little detail, but I think it adds so much. It is the part of the line when Abiforth says she couldn't get rid of it. And that might just be just like another part of the line and it's really just the it exploded out of her what you can control it. Part of it that really clues us into the fact that she has an obscurus. But that part of the line is so interesting because when, when he says she couldn't get rid of it, that means that she tried. And she tried so hard to get rid of it that it really took a toll on her. And I actually definitely could not make this into a theory, so I might as well just tell you now. But I think that the Obscurus that Newt got from a little girl was Ariana Dumbledore's own Obscurus. If she survived for so long, I definitely think that that could be one of the main factors because the Obscurus left her. She tried so hard, and then when it didn't work, she thought, I need help. So she happened to find Newt, and Newt got it out of her. That is a mind-blowing detail. That it is, It's so crazy, but yeah. Um, um, oh, one thing before we go, I actually just had a design, a design contest, and I'm getting a new cover art, woo, cue clapping and cheering and fans screaming, but it is awesome, and you can definitely tell that look at my cover art right now is made by me, it's, um, it's not too fancy, but it is still, uh, I, it got me by, but I have a professional one now. So that is going to be very interesting when I when it gets put up. I don't know when it'll be um, usable, but I think it, by Friday. Don't know. Actually, shouldn't give you a date. Probably not going to listen to this when it comes out. If this episode when it comes out, so it'll be up when you time by the time you listen to this one. So yeah, I just definitely think that. But just wanted to mention that before we sign off. And we got the new intro. We got the new outro. That's what I meant to say. But I am so excited for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you any if you have any questions, comments, or theories you want to hear on the podcast, you can send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. If you want uh, more of a one-on-one text format, you can send me a DM. Uh, my Instagram is at thepotterdiscussion. That is at thepotterdiscussion. Now, if you want your review read on the air, you can leave one. Preferably five stars, but if it is not, tell me what I am doing wrong. And if it is, tell me what I am doing right. So I can continue bringing you this awesome content that you are listening to right now. 
Anyways, that'll do for today's episode. Stay tuned for next week. Got some cool coming. And as always, use this information to your advantage. See you later.